Greetings again in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Major H. Gilbert Sr. coming to you this morning at our worship hour. We're coming to you from On the Wally Ministries here in Alta Vista, Virginia, 1205C Main Street. We're coming to you this morning. Uh, we're going to have a worship song as we come, and then as we get into our worship song, we're going to get into our morning message. But we thank God again for you joining us, those who join us at our Sunday school hour. Uh, we're going to come to you this morning with joy to the world uh, if our Christmas song this morning. We're going to try to pick it up a little bit. Joy, joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and a nature sing. And heaven and a nature sing. And heaven help the nature sing. Joy to the earth. The Savior reigns. Let me that song employ. Why fields and floods, rock hills and plains. Repeat the sound in joy. Repeat the sound in joy. Repeat, repeat the sound in joy. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glory of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders and wonders. Lord has come. Let earth receive the king. If there are words from the Lord, our scripture reading this morning comes out of the gospel of Luke, second chapter, verses one through six. Luke, second chapter, verses one through six. Luke, second chapter, verses one through six. Our scripture read, and it came to pass in those days that there when I did decree from Caesars of Justice that all of the world should be taxed. And the taxing was first made by Serenius, who was the governor of Syria, and all that were to be taxed, everyone in his own city. And Joseph also went into Galilee, uh, to the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of the lineage of David, to be taxed, with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And it was so that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holiness, righteous word. Mm -hmm. Let the body of Christ say amen. Amen. You know, to all of the parents out there that's waiting for this birth of that first child and it's an exciting and most exciting moment, but it's also 
one of the most frightening things that you can have because parents, especially the mother, has this experience so many changes in her mind, her body, and her soul, knowing that within her is a life that is about to be able to spring forth into a world that is not so kind and is not easy to survive in. You know, it kind of reminds me of waiting for Christmas when you're a kid and, and you got this big list that you've made, but you're not sure if you're going to get what you want or get what's on your list, and you're waiting like a punishment with anticipation, wondering when or if you're going to get what you want. You've imagined what it would be like, and the closer that the moment gets for Christmas time, the more frustrating it is, and the anxiety starts building up, and it holds you like everything else will, and getting you ready, uh, uh, getting ready, especially when a child is born, getting everything ready uh, for, the, for that baby to be delivered in the world. You got all of the bags packed, and so everything is ready when your contractions are ready, and in alignment with God, and your mind, spirit, and body is alignment to be able to birth this child, everything must be in place. But in the midst of all of the excitement, you can get torn apart and you can mess some things up. Sometimes the father B might get so excited that he forget uh, to leave the bag at the house or forget. Sometimes they, they'll leave the house and leave the mother sitting out there in the parking lot. See, many times during this time of season that we expect in Christmas a time of joy and love and peace and giving, we forget all about that kind of things, and we get caught up in the frenzy of shopping, and we forget all about what the spirit of Christmas is all about. So I know the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, in prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. But the problem with that experience is not that... Uh, I, it's not on always on our side at all times to get the best thing in life. So the problem that experience is that on our side it's not all times to be able to help us. And our faith has not always been tried to make it through the difficult times of life. So we're excited, we're frustrated, we're anxious, and our faith is being tested while we're waiting uh, for this thing to move forward in our life. God has promised us something and we want that promise to be fulfilled. Feel that child is in us and is getting ready to be birthed and we're wondering, is it going to be all right? But we're tired of waiting. We want this thing to come to fruition in our come life. On, you want what God promised you to come in fruition. So you're tired of waiting. And, and waiting can be so difficult, especially at Christmas time. Eh? Mm. So we want to talk about that tonight. Waiting for Christmas to come. come on. Waiting for Christmas to come. Let us bow. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come, and hopefully we'll be able to say something to be able to encourage us, uh, to be able to be more patient, be more understanding, because patience is required for us to receive the promises that God has for us. Lord, we thank you so much, and we give your name praise, Lord, and honor for all that you have done. We lift up your holy name right now. Touch my lips that I might boldly speak those things to you laid upon my heart that I might edify your people. Lord, we thank you, Lord, we praise you. In Jesus' name, let every heart say amen. amen. You know, in week 39 of a pregnancy, uh, your little one isn't little no more. He ain't little. He's weighing almost seven pounds and he's about 20 inches long. And development is, is so great that the baby tends to uh, be able to shred in skin and, and, and producing more uh, uh, 
product that he needs to be able to clear his lungs and, and to get his body in a position where he can breathe. And most of the changes during this week are small, but they're important. So he's continuing to add fat, but he's getting more now uh, to be a person. And, and the advantage of uh, he, he want to be fat so that when the photo ops come, he can be that little cute, round, bubbly baby that everybody was expecting. But his nervous system is getting in tune for dealing with because he getting ready to start from crying. And, and that'll get on your nerves, only So if he's getting ready to come out to be able to be that thing. Just as that baby is prepared to come on the outside of the womb, the mama's body is trying to get ready to be able to pay itself for that baby that is coming with its own demands. But part of the process is to be able to allow your body to be able to get ready for what God is getting ready to do in your life. Mm -hmm. See, when God is getting ready to birth something in you, you got to be able to carry that thing until the fulfilling of God's promise has been made in your life. Mm -hmm. See, having visions of this newborn delivered, this domestic goddess coming back home, but you need to forget all about that. She ain't going to be thinking about whipping up you know meals. You can dream on talking about that. Cooking is the last thing on her mind. Her problem there is she got a child that God has given her, and that becomes more important to her than anything else. But just as babies and mothers today have to face some challenges in their life, you got to understand Mary and the baby Jesus had to deal with some challenges also. Motherhood and childbirth was as difficult in that day, even worse off than it is today. A child's mortality rate was, was bad. A child was born, and most babies died during the childbirth process. And so how we in this generation, we're born with rocket science compared to what was going on during Jesus' time. Yeah, the man. probability of the baby to survive, as I said earlier, in the harsh climate and also conditions were bad off. And the thing about it, you understand, just as things happen, uh, remember Rachel, uh, she lost babies after baby and, and could not deliver a child. So Mary and Joseph had a lot of stuff on their mind in a time where they were dealing with issues in health and disease and heat and, 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 and just traveling. The traveling, I, I'm looking at the special, my wife and I, the traveling took over a week. 90 miles take you a week traveling four and five, six miles a day on the back of a donkey. We got to understand what Demurry had to go through. See, what amazes me about our text today is that it reflects on what is happening in this time of season with us, on, ain't it? Christmas is fast approaching. Yeah. And, and, and just like um, it's, it's, it's December the 5th, mm -hmm. here I am at work. Mm -hmm. I, I'm thinking, uh, and I'm, what am I going to say to the people? And and, and I, I started looking at that, and, and and I said, December the 5th, what happens on December the 5th? On December the 5th, we got to pay all our taxes. Why is looking at me like she don't even know? No, she don't pay no taxes. <laughs> but the thing is, December the 5th, we got to pay taxes. And then all of a sudden, I'm thinking about what Mary and Joseph is going through. And I don't care how much you're thinking about Christmas on December the 5th. You better pay your taxes. Christmas don't mean a thing. You can be thinking about Christmas, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, husband, wife, how much the gift going to cost. You need to forget all about that because taxes is due 
on December the 5th. Yep. They don't give a hoot about Santa Claus. They don't care about whether your Christmas tree is loaded or not. Our text said, and it came to pass in that days went out a decree from what? Caesar Augustus that the, all the world should be what? Taxed. And the taxes are first made by Serenius, so this is governor of Syria, and all that were to be taxed, everyone in his own country. Mm -hmm. See, pregnant, imagine it, expecting and, and well past the due date, taxes due. You know, husband trying to figure out how he's going to get up down there to pay it. You know, so much discussion about taxes as if they were something new, but debate is that should pay, uh, that, that, that it is. The debate is should the rich pay their share of taxes? And, and, and I'm wondering, if Jesus had to pay taxes, why can't the rich pay their taxes? Huh? <laughs> As the kids said, duh. Why yeah. is it that they can't pay their taxes? Yeah. And to rejoice, as the scripture said uh, in James, let the brother of low degree rejoice that he exalted, but let the rich that he is made low, because as the flowers of grass, he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen on that is a burning heat, and his weather is as grass, and the flower there were fallen, and the grace of the fashion of it perished, and so shall the rich man fade away in his way. See, sounds like a political ad, don't it, huh? And God predicted the demise of the rich if they refused to change their way of thinking. You know, if they would pay their fair share of taxes, God would see a turn in their hearts and will bless them, and, and we'll be able to have the enjoyment of things that we've never had before. But as long as things go on the way they're going now, we're going to be stuck in our own way. See, though we'll in week 39, taxes put Mary and Joseph on the road that led to the most miraculous thing that ever happened in your life. See, God can put you on the road that you don't want to be on, but God can cause the most miraculous thing to ever happen in your life if you just be obedient and get on that road. You know, this, this, this being in her 39th week didn't mean much to Caesar Augusta. He didn't care about how much, whatever was happening in your life. Government don't care about what's going on in your life. He don't care about it. The only thing he want to know is what town, what country, what city, what county you live in so that you can get your money. Mm -hmm. And just as Mary and Joseph had made hard decisions, we too need to count up the cost and do what the law says. Don't get caught up in tax uh, payments that, that back taxes you ain't paid. Look, they, they will run you to the end of the earth to get that little bit of money. So it ain't worth it. Go ahead and pay them taxes. You know, uh, I, I think it was uh, Benjamin Franklin, he first quoted that. He said that, uh, that, 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 that everything going to die except what? Death and taxes, ain't it? Huh? <laughs> everything going to leave here except death and taxes. Just as sure you're going to die one day, taxes is what? Is part of what you got to deal with. Sometimes God uses odd things to bring uh, us to the destiny that he wants us to be. And so don't always question what God is doing in your life just because it doesn't seem right, it don't feel right. This long 39 weeks was about to bring something that is outlast death and taxes. Huh? huh? Did you ever think about that? What God was about to do through Mary going to pay their taxes will outlast death and taxes. Amen. This trip to pay taxes was about to bring about Christmas, ain't it? Mm -hmm. So in the midst of everything that is happening, 
and Mary uh, to endure uh, trying to get to this appointment that she had to deal with. She had to deal with everything women to deal with today. Come Swelling on, feet. Huh? On, hmm? Braxton Hicks contraction. Yeah. Huh? They had, had to deal with back pain and yeah. had to deal with everything riding on a donkey. Yeah. She had to deal with it all in order for us to have what? Christmas. Our text says, and Joseph went to Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea in the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because uh, he was in the house of the lineage of David to be taxed and marry his espoused wife, being great with child. Mm -hmm. Just as I pay my taxes in Rustburg, Joseph and Mary had to pay their taxes in Bethlehem and mm -hmm. from their home in Galilee because that there was a citizenship. He said that he was of the house of David and that's the way it had to be. You know, but it goes back into the Old Testament uh, about, uh, and the prophet Micah said, But thou, Bethlehem, you're afraid that thou be a little among thou thousands of Judah, yet out of that shall come forth of me, that is better be a ruler of Israel who's going forth, has been from old and to everlasting. The name of the place was significant. Bethlehem means what? House of bread. We said that a few weeks ago. House of bread. And then Jesus came and said, I am the bread of life. See, the thing is, we don't always understand his ways, but we can trust God that he will bring us through. The Old Testament prophet said, for as high as the heavens is from the earth, so is my ways above your ways. See, sometimes we just don't understand what God is doing, but God is working that thing up way above our thoughts Amen. and way above Amen. our ways of understanding. We Amen. may not Thank understand you, everything, Thank but just you. as David was the lowly shepherd, God elevated him to become king over over all of Israel. And then you and I, God may have to take you uh, through something in order for to elevate you to where he wants you to be. Amen. For God to birth his greatness in your life, you must be willing to go full term. Amen. Amen. In order for that baby to come, you got to be willing to go full term. So I've said as a kid, I hope Christmas would hurry up and come. Have you ever said that? Mm -hmm. But now realize that Christmas never comes. You have to live it day by day until you get to that day. Then once that day comes, it, it's gone. So yep. it really never comes. It comes and goes. And we have to have that type of spirit that we can uh, look for Christmas every day. Amen. Time never changes. Just our perspective of time. And no, uh, this might be today to you, tomorrow to somebody else, but it was yesterday to somebody else, ain't it? My daddy, I, I, I remember when they did daylight saving time. My daddy never changed his watch to daylight saving time. He refused to change his time. Daddy said, you don't change no time on God. Okay. So what changes are you and I? We must change to understand how greatness, to birth the greatness that God has down on the inside of us. We must be able to move in time toward our destiny, willing to live day by day, dealing with all of the pains and the sorrows just before Christmas will come into your life. Then finally, if we wait patiently, we will be able to birth what he has to accomplish to reach our destination. Yeah. Our text says it was so that while they were there, the days were accomplished that they should be delivered. See, the joy of seeing that small baby crying at birth is amazing, a miraculous feat that goes beyond anything else that you and I could ever fathom. After that 39th week, week 40, the baby finally coming so you'll be able to see the miracle of childbirth. Don't you ever think your hard work is going unrewarded? 
See, God is getting ready to diverse some on the inside of you just because you ain't seen it breach yet. Don't mean that it ain't coming. Yeah. Don't you ever think that your hard work is being unrewarded? When God has sown something down on the inside of you, he's going to work this thing out until yeah. it accomplishes. She yeah. says, so my word goes forth out of my wife and shall not return void. God is working something out and it will not fail if you would be faithful to what he said. When we see God's goodness being revealed down in our life, mm. it should move us and everything around us to start praising God. Yeah, and God. we should be able to see Christmas all around us, mm. even in spite of what is going on in the world today. You know, God hasn't given up on us yet. You know, we should be able to live in faith that God's promise is about to be revealed in my life. Yes, God right. getting ready to do something in me. I'm getting ready to birth this greatness that God has down inside of me. Only thing I need to do is push, ain't it? I just need to push so that baby, so that child, that that, that career, that that, that 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 new job, that new house, that that new career, that thing will be fulfilled in you if you would only push. God knows what you've been through. God knows what you're dealing with. He knows every week. He knows yes, every pain. Yes. He knows every ache. He knows every up, every down that you've been through. He'll do that so that you can get to your destiny. Amen. Paul said, for I have not a high priest that cannot be touched. He said that he's been through tempted by every way that we've been tempted, but what? Without any sin. See, what God has letting us know that I've been through what you are going through, but what I want you to do that you can make it if you just hold on. Hold See, on. what we go through is not strange to God. Mm -hmm. God has been through his own son that came into this world and, and went through everything that you and I will go through. If we're willing to wait on the Lord, the days will be accomplished. That God will be able to birth that thing that he's put down inside of us to glorify him. God is getting ready to do something in your life. And all you need to do is be willing to carry that thing to full turn. Carry it all the way. Don't stop. Don't stop. When you get to the point in life when you don't understand what it's dealing with, when, when your good thing uh, look like failure, when your good days are bad days, when your, when your success look like failure, you need to just continue to trust God anyway. Are you willing to go all the way so you can get to your Christmas? That's what we need to do. So as we close this morning, always oh, about Christmas time in the church. Yeah. God is ready to birth Christmas in your life. Amen. It's time for us to go tell it on the mountain, mountain over the, the hills, hills, and everywhere that Jesus yeah. Christ is Lord. Oh. Jesus said, I tell you this, if you will hold your peace, that the rocks will cry out. Yeah. I know folks said, I don't want no rocks crying out for me. No. Not only rocks, Isaiah said, the mountains and the hills will break forth into singing and the trees in the fields shall clap their hands. Yes. See, I don't want no rocks crying out for me. I don't nope. want no trees shouting for me. Nope. Just as those pains of childbirth comes into a mother, causes her to cry out, God will put you through some pains in your life that he'll cause you to cry out. 
And it's almost time for us to push, to bring this thing that God has birthed inside of us to fruition. But do you feel the pain right now? God is trying to work somebody in your life. Yeah. He's trying to change your life. See, changing your life ain't easy. Changing your life is going to be painful. Yeah. So God is taking through some birthing pains so that you can be able to birth this thing that he has down in your life. Amen. Do you feel it kicking right now? Yeah. God trying to kick that thing out of you right now. That what you bullying. See, that thing that be holding you back, God trying to kick that thing out of you. It doesn't uh, do you any good uh, not to cry out, ain't it? You might as well get to crying then. Mm -hmm. See, the hurt is still the same, ain't it? Are you hurting inside because you know God is trying to do something in your life and you're just fighting against God? You're trying to deliver you from that spirit yeah. that is inside of you and you're still kicking and fighting against God? Why are you holding on? Why do you keep kicking back? Let that thing go. Why don't you just go ahead and have Christmas and let God come in into your life? God has brought you this far yeah. and to be able, he won't leave you right now. He wants you to release that thing. He yeah. wants you to turn that thing loose. So it ain't but a week till Christmas coming. We got about a week or so till Christmas. And the Bible said that when the fullness of time has come, God sent forth his son, made yeah. of a woman. Yeah. So if you are ready to turn that thing loose, but yeah. God is telling you to hold on, I'm not ready for you to turn it loose yet. God is trying to bless you, but you're trying to push too soon. Solomon said to everything there's a season, ain't it? Yeah. And for everything there's a purpose under heaven. So hold on, God is telling Christmas is just about two weeks away. So just hold on. Hold on because it ain't time yet. It ain't, it ain't time yet. Just because you see everybody else birthing their dream, God is telling you to hold on because hold it ain't on. time yet. It ain't, it ain't time yet. God is telling you hold on for what? A little hold while longer. God is telling you, don't you hold feel on. what I feel? What is God is trying to work? Yes. And God is trying to tell you to push this thing out, but you still trying to hold on? So we're telling us here, uh, on the wall ministries, we need to get ready to push. God is getting ready to do something up yes. in here. He's getting ready to burst something in our church. Yes. We just got to be able to hold on. Hold He's on. getting ready to accomplish something beyond anything that you and I could ever imagine. Yes. All he's telling us to do is hold on. Hold on. Christmas is about two weeks away. And God is getting ready to fulfill that thing in our lives. Hold but on. all he wants us to do is hold on. Yes. And if I hold on, I'll fulfill what he has purpose for my life, but I got to do the holding. I got to hold on, and then when he's telling me to push, then I got to be able to push and to deliver that thing that he's trying to work out in me. So we need to give God some praise because yeah. he's already done Glory. some things in our life. So let's give him some praise this Glory. morning. Our greatest Glory. days is ahead of us. God yeah. is getting ready to do Thank something great. What we've seen, Thank we you. think is great, but what God is getting ready to Thank do is greater. He says, greater work shall you do because yeah. I've sent the Holy Spirit to come to minister to you. Mm. So our greatest days are ahead of us. If only we'll wait on the Lord. So I know you're in a hurry. I know you're trying to push. But God has said, wait, 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 so that you can be able to be ready to handle what I'm getting ready to do. Oh, I, do I need to say that again? Yeah. See, sometimes you're trying to push, but you ain't ready to handle yeah. what God is getting ready to Come do. On, God is telling you to hold on. Don't push. It ain't ready yet. Mm -mm. We got two more weeks. Mm -hmm. So we need to be ready to push, mm -hmm. but we need to be waiting. So that when God is ready to deliver that thing into us, 
that we are ready to be able to receive it and to be able to uh, nurture that thing and to work that thing out in yes, our lives. Lord, God bless yes, you today. We, we want to encourage you today on this Christmas mm -hmm. that waiting is hard, ain't it? Yes. Waiting sometimes is difficult. Mm -hmm. But in order for you to receive what God has promised and purpose in your life, he says, wait on the Lord. Huh? Wait on the Lord. Wait on it. And he will accomplish what he is destined to accomplish in your life. Oh, we're excited about Christmas, huh? I am. We got an engagement to go to in a few, so we're going to have to end and get into our car and drive a few miles and get to 11 o'clock service. So we thank God. God is still in the blessing business. He we calls you to preach. He calls you to go. <laughs> you can't go on your own schedule. You got to go on his. So we do thank God for you joining us this morning. But we want to ask you: Is there one that has not accepted Jesus Christ as personal Savior? This morning, God is going to birth inside of you a new creation. He said that if you accept, believe with your heart, then and you speak that thing with your lips. That Jesus Christ is Lord. He said thou shalt be saved. Confess with your mouth. Believe with your heart. Believe in your heart. Speak with your lips. Those things that he has put into your heart. Confess that he is Lord. He said that what? Thou shalt be saved. So if there is one who has not made that confession. You got time today. You can accept him as Lord and Savior today. In your house. Where you sit. Don't have to be in a church. Only thing you need to do is have Christ in your heart. Mm -hmm. And then he said, nobody comes to the Father except mm -hmm. the Father draws them. So allow him to come into your heart. Draw him. Draw him in so that he can be the Lord over your life. Everybody wants him to be Savior. But you need him to be Lord over your life. God bless you. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we said some things to encourage us to be able to go on and for a little while longer. God bless each and every one of you as we prepare for the holiday season. Put Christ first. Allow him to be first in your heart. Receive him as the gift that will give you eternal life. The gift that keeps on giving. And we'll be able to give your name praise, Lord, and honor. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus Christ, his name we do pray. Let every heart say amen. God bless you. We'll see you again next week.